This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Post-match chat with chaps for that meal podcast. Brit finished at home park. Plymouth Argyle nil. Millwall 2. And that was a lot better, wasn't it? Um, uh, a really good result against a side that last failed to score at home, let alone win, failed to win, but last failed to score at home uh, in April. They average almost three goals a game at their uh, home park. Um, and they obviously very recently beat Norwich 6-2. So a side that are full of goals and uh, a very defensive, uh, defensively resilient display um, meant that we we managed to get all three points, and um, it could have been very very different. I think there's this that's fair to say. I think uh, they had double the possession, double the shots, double the xG. Um, but it sounds a little bit similar to what I said after the Swansea game. You know, I I didn't feel that was a fair reflection. I didn't feel the Swansea was a three nil loss, um, and I don't really think we deserved to win two nil last night. But this is the championship. You take it. Um, I think the performance and the effort levels of the players were was better than it was against Swansea. But then um our away form isn't the the issue. It's the home form. But uh, look, let, let's let's get into into the game. It is going to be a slightly shorter one because I'm trying to get this out as quickly as I can um with uh, with work and other things going on. So it's not going to be a sort of a play-by-play update. It's just going to be sort of a shorter version of some of my thoughts on, on the game yesterday. Um, so the team that started, and, and Gary Rowett kind of at the start of the week um, suggested that he would be making changes and that he would make changes that meant that we would be, I can't remember the word he used, but potentially more um, combative. combative. Um, and he, he, he did make some changes, but if I'm honest, I, I, I expected... George Savile to start and he didn't again um, which I found very bizarre I, I feel there's there's got to be something going on there um, I, I don't I don't understand why Savile's nowhere near the team at the moment in my opinion he was our best player last year but anyway so the team that, that started was Barton goal uh, back five of the, the three centre-backs were Ryan Leonard Wes Harding coming into the team into the centre which I think is key Jake Cooper shifts to the left. Um, on the right wing back was Danny McNamara coming in for Brooke Norton Cuffey. Left wing back, Joe Bryan uh, coming in for uh, Ryan Longman. Centre of the park was the same, Casper Denor, Alan Campbell, and then the same front three of 
Duncan Watmore, Zian Fleming, either side of Kevin Nisbet. So uh, that was the starting lineup. As I said, I, I think it was. Um, I expected Savile to play. I don't think Campbell's offered much since he's been here, and um, I don't think he did much last night either. Uh, I thought he protected the back five quite well, but in terms of in an attacking sense, uh, I, st- I still think Savile can offer more. But anyway, that was the team that started the game. Um, as I said, I'm not going to go for a play-by-play uh, of shots and chances and things, but I think the first half, um, they didn't create loads of clear-cut chances, but they created a lot of openings. And it was just, there was such a difference. It, we, we couldn't get the ball at times, and there was such a difference in the way that they play, and ultimately the manager sets them up. They're very free-flowing. They're very... Um, they're allowed creative license, you know, in terms of the way that the structure is there. Um, they've got some very exciting and, and, and athletic players. I think, you know, um, uh, Mumba, um, Morgan Whitaker. I like the look of those. Azaz, I like the look of him. Um, and I've always quite liked Ryan Hardy. I think they've got some good players. Um, but not only have they got good players that can get the ball up, get them up the pitch, but that they're also use those players in a, in a way of playing that suits them. Um, and they're all over us in the first half. And to be honest, to be expected, this is a side that score goals for fun at this ground. You know, their confidence is high. As I said, they beat Norwich 6-2 a couple of weeks ago. And we know Norwich are a good side. Um, and I think the first half is fair to say it was one-way traffic. I think that the one stat that I took from the first half that I thought was really telling not just in the way the first half went, but in the way the differences in terms of the players and the way we're set up was um, attempted dribbles. So they attempted 20 dribbles in the first half and we attempted three, Um, which is, again, they look to get forward. They look to break with pace, power, athleticism. We don't really have that in our team. Um, the only player in recent weeks that I've felt has been able to carry us and get us up the pitch is Brooke Norton Cuffin. He obviously wasn't on the pitch. He opted for probably a more defensively solid Danny McNamara. Um, but look, half-time, um, you know, nil-nil. Um, and you're thinking, can we shit house a victory? I, I honestly didn't think we would stop Plymouth scoring. Um, and... I felt that we would have to score to to get something out of the game. Um, the second half, I felt we were certainly better, um, and we we certainly uh, came out of the blocks uh, with a little bit more intent. I think we had a half chance pretty much straight after the restart. We we I don't know, just something seemed to click slightly different in in the in the second half, and we we do get our goal just before the hour mark. Um, so, and this is, it was just route one. Uh, Bart kicked forward. Nesbitt um, doesn't win the header, but does enough for the def- to put the defender off who heads it to Watmore. Watmore, really nice control, brings it down, head up, which sometimes we all, we often say Duncan Watmore uh, is a bit like roadrunner with his head always down. Um, and Zian Flynn makes a superb run and the, per- the perfect ball from Duncan Watmore. And then it is a classy finish. We know Zian Flynn capable of this. Um, and... Uh, we're one new up and, and you can just see what that meant to the fans, the players and fair play to all 606 of you that went yesterday. But you could see what it meant. Um, just looking at the players' reactions and the way they celebrated, um, it felt like there was a big sort of 
don't know how to describe it. Weight off their shoulders, confidence lift. I don't know how to describe it, but for me, that was evident. Um, and we we were then able to play how we like to play, which is basically even more so, you can have the ball. We've got a 1-0 lead. You won't break us down because we know we are good at that. And this is why I don't have a problem with the form away from home. I don't have a problem with necessarily the style we have away from home. Don't get me wrong, it's not pretty. And I can't imagine the players enjoying defending for 65% of the time. But under Gary Rowett, it can be effective. Um, and I think he he described it as a, a patient and diligent and a, a defensively resounding performance. And, and it was. Um, but we go 1-0 up and I, and I felt that the players seemed to relax a little bit more. Um, don't get me wrong, Plymouth had an abundance of chances. And I want to call out Bart because I felt he made a number of very good saves. Um, he obviously made an error against Swansea for the second goal. And I, I felt that it was a big test for him and he came through really, really well against a side that, as I said, I think had 13 shots on target. So um, he produced a number of good saves yesterday and went close for my man of the match, but he wasn't quite man of the match. And I'll, I'll come on to who that was in a moment. Um, so... Well, one nil up. The, the complexion of the game doesn't change really. I think it is to say it is very much them in the attacking ascendancy. But we look a little bit more comfortable because, I say, I think we grew in confidence. We we can afford to defend a bit deeper. Um, and I, I don't know whether it was a deliberate comment from Gary Rowe in his post match interview, but he kind of talked a bit about how he set the team up. Uh, and I don't know if he was trying to sort of say it to see, look, you know, I know what I'm doing or what I don't know. But he was basically talking about they'd analysed Plymouth, the players they've got, their strengths. And he felt that a weakness was to basically put a low block in, defend very, very uh, deep because he didn't feel that they would break us down and that we would have the quality in transition to do that. And to be fair, that's exactly what happened. I, I think there's there's no denying from a defensive men behind the ball, pragmatic away performance that Gary Rowett is a master tactician. At home is why I have the problem. And if he could just have a slightly different approach to playing at home, I think all of our prayers and answers would, would be would be hoped for. Uh, sorry, would be sold for because that's, that's the issue. It's not the away form. Um, but what I also liked yesterday is I felt particularly in that second half, I felt players were throwing their body on the line. I felt there were more tackles and none more so. And I want to call him out because he was my man of the match than Wes Harding. So I thought Wes Harding, considering it was his first start, considering the probably the atmosphere of the team he was coming into and against a side that loved to attack, 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 I thought he was outstanding when you put all those things in, in, in context. Uh, the, the tackle in the 89th minute where... Ron Hardy's put through. Yes, it is slightly wide, but he has to make a recovery run. Make no mistake, he's coming from behind Ryan Hardy, uses his pace to get there. And a great tackle, but he, what we love, right? What we love to see. He went, he got the ball, but he went through the player as well. It was a superb tackle and was rightly celebrated like a goal. Um, that was just fantastic. And I thought Wes Harden was everywhere. I think um, he brings a, a bit of a leadership to the group that I don't think Cooper does as much as he's the captain in uh, Hutch's absence. And I, I think he just brings um, uh, more of a, a mobile centre-back, um, which I think is key in the central 
of the three, particularly when you've got willing runners like Ryan Hardy that are going to try and look to get beyond. I thought he was brilliant last night. Um, the only question I've got is, why has he not been playing? Um, I do think at times Gary Rowett is too loyal and play, loyal to players that maybe don't deserve it. Um, um, maybe No, that's the wrong word. Not, not, not deserve it, but maybe aren't necessarily performing in line with expectations. And I think his loyalty then gets the better of him. Um, and I said after the Swans game, I thought Murray Wallace had a really poor game and I think it was the right call to drop him out the side. I also think it means Cooper can shift to the left, which I prefer him there personally uh, and having more of a mobile uh, defender in the centre. I also thought Ryan Leonard was 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 excellent as well, again. Um, so uh, then the we, we, we do get the second goal. They're piling forwards. Um, but actually the goal comes from just really good pressure and uh, a high press that, <laughs> I mean, it, it's definitely a foul. It is definitely a foul. Zim Fleming basically just as some of that, you know, get out of the way. He, he, he out muscles him, shall we say, uh, their right back. Um, and then calm and composed, lays it back to George Savile, who, who you know came on the pitch, I think, in the sort of 87 minute. And it's a super finish from Sav. Left foot, first time, top corner, keeper no chance. It's sort of going back across him. It's a superb finish. Um, and I'm delighted for Sav. I don't really know what's going on, but for me, even though Campbell necessarily wasn't terrible yesterday, I still think Savile should be in the team. Uh, and, and that was the second goal on the icing on the cake. And... Um, uh, you know, sending home 600 fans very, very happy. And we we, we, we get the win against a, a side that are full of confidence. I think if I'm a Plymouth fan, I struggle to see how we've lost that game 2-0. Um, but as a Millwall fan, we've been in those situations before, you know, none more so than Swansea. I also don't think Leeds was a 3-0 game. I think Norwich was. I think Norwich definitely we deserved to lose that by two or three goals. Uh, obviously, finished 3-1. But so look, and and um I I I uh I don't necessarily think my comments after the Swansea game were were knee-jerk. I think I've been very patient with Rowett and I stand by my comments based on home form. So We've got Hull on Saturday. Hull got trumped last night by Ipswich, uh, but are a very good side. Uh, we struggled to to beat them last season. I think we only took a point off them and they were down to 10 men when we got that point at home. Um, and it's a big test for us. And it's a case of, okay, well, how do we take that into that game? Um, but is this going to be our season? We've now lost six games, our win-lose draw, win-lose draw. Is that going to be our season? You know, that would put us on somewhere around 60 points, which would be probably mid-table. It's probably a fair reflection of where we are. I don't know. Maybe we have uh, been a bit too harsh. I'm not so sure. What I would say is, again, we've notoriously been slow starters. The players are starting to look a bit fitter. Not that that should ever be a reason. Um, And we've actually got, would you believe, one more point than we did at this stage last season. Um, We can actually afford to not get any points from Hull and still be in a better position than we was um, last season. So, I don't know. I think where I'm kind of at with it is that I don't have a problem with the away form. 
I do have a problem with the home form. The football is is not different enough to the away form. We treat it like we're an away team. We give the other team the ball. We don't have the intensity. It doesn't allow the crowd to, to get up. And for us to be the 12th man, which we know we can we can do, it means that certain fans don't come anymore. That's the problem I have. It's the home form. And I think something needs to change there. And I'm just hoping that we get that right on Saturday. A um, couple of other sort of player shout-outs. I thought Casper Denoy's was was really good again. I think that, again, in a team that has the ball more, I think you'll really see just how good he is. Um, in his interview a couple of weeks ago, he said he prefers to have the ball than to not. So he's probably not used to this. Um, I thought Duncan Watmore was very good. Uh, again, he, he just, he's the one that just tries to, in that final third, get us up the pitch, look to make something happen. Then he can take players on and beat players and, I thought he was really good and I thought his ball for the Zian Fleming's goal was superb. I thought he was really, really good. Zian Fleming, I thought he had a really poor first half. Again, I felt that he couldn't he couldn't hit a five-yard pass. But the second half, I have to give credit where it's due and I thought he was really good. I think a lot of what we did well came from him. I thought he pressed more. Um, I think he showed his physicality more and he scored a great goal. And obviously won the ball and, and got an assist as well. So a goal and assist was in Fleming. He had a super second half. There's no denying it. So, um, so look, I'll, I'll kind of leave it there. As I said, I needed to do this a little bit shorter. But I think what we can say is is that this is the championship. This could have turned the game last night. Could have turned out very very differently. If I'm a Plymouth fan, I'm thinking, how on earth have we not got something from that game? We've been there before. Is this the nature of the championship this season? Win, lose, draw, win, lose, draw the last six games. That would leave us on around sort of 60 off points for the reasons, which is probably a fair reflection of where we are. I think what's frustrating is if we could apply some of the things that we know are fundamental and core to Millwall at home a little bit more, where could that take us? Um, I still think with Gary Rowett, it's a means to an end. I, I think that he's only ever two or three results away from... Um, people calling for him um and i think that um we will learn a lot about this team and and uh as we continue to go on what i would say as well is actually is that um i felt the players were playing for him yesterday i felt that they were maybe the first 20 20 or 30 minutes we couldn't get off the ball maybe didn't look at it that way but i think overall um especially in the second half where they were putting their bodies on the line. I, I don't think you can say they weren't trying to execute his plan and plan for him. So um, if the players are being patient with him, maybe we need to be. Don't know. Um, look, I'm going to leave it there. But overall, you've got to be happy with that. Really positive. Um, massive credit to the fans that went down there. Looking forward to the final game for the international break. be great to take a, uh, a win in uh, uh, a win into the international break. But you know, I think if we follow our pattern, we'll get a draw on Saturday. So let's see. Um, hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Sorry this was a little bit shorter. Thanks for listening as always and uh, speak to you soon. Bye for now. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.